0: This is episode 136, a spiritual wrap-up of 2022. Welcome, I am your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner achievement, and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honour our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode on Woman Awake. So before we dive into this week's podcast, I'd just like to update you on the Magdalene Frequency Online immersion. So the universe was not <laughs> not making it easy for me when it came to the scheduling of the dates. I was being very insistent in my stubborn way that I wanted to run it on December the 19th and the 20th. But a whole bunch of reasons I won't go into has led me to now change the dates. We will now be running the online Magdalene Frequency on January 7th at 3pm to 5.30pm and January 8th at 10am to 12.30pm in Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. And it's aligned perfectly because we will actually be working together at the new, sorry, the full moon, the full moon in Cancer. And we'll be going through a beautiful journey of really processing and letting go of the frequency of 2022 and embodying the frequency of 2023, which is actually the number seven, which is the Divine Feminine, which is Mary Magdalene, which is the Venus and Hathor and Isis lineage and energy. So it's actually worked out really, really, really beautifully and it's given me even more depth to add to this beautiful journey. So if you've not yet seen, please jump over to clarabay.com. You can have a read about it all on there or follow the link in the show notes and also make sure that you are subscribed to my newsletter because that's where I will reach out and update you and give you lots of information about the Magdalene Frequency. So let's get going on today's episode. And today is actually going to be a recap, a little bit of a wrap-up of 2022. Now, I'm not normally um, one to do this, if I'm honest. It's been a really long time since I've provided a wrap-up of my life. It kind of stopped, I think, a few years ago when I was having children because it was like, there's nothing to wrap up. I'm just so in the moment of the presence and the reality of motherhood and life but this year has been quite different and the last couple of years the last say two to four years especially have have been building up to this year and I can feel that there's more to come and it's been quite a wild and unusual and intense year for many of us recently I shared on Instagram that I really understood that so many of us are feeling how big this year has been for us energetically. You know, at times it's felt like we're inside a washing machine. We're spinning and twirling and getting thrashed about by these energies that are upgrading us in frequency and in vibration. These earth energies, these celestial energies, things are getting wild and the veil is thinning. And many of us, many of us who would never expect for this sort of stuff to happen, are having really interesting awakenings, especially in the more energetic spiritual front. And of course that means that many of us are feeling overwhelmed and amplified and on fire and lit up and anxious and weepy and joyful and ragey and of course sometimes all of that at once. And the thing is guys, we're spirit, we are human, we're all of it at the same time and we're holding a lot and we're off the back of a pandemic, right? The change is rapid and the change is very heightened. And it's especially so for those of us who are attuned to subtle energy and we're living two worlds sometimes at least this is how it feels for me I'm living this human experience this everyday mundane beautiful reality of life and motherhood and being a wife and running a home and a business and at the same time all this spiritual stuff and upgrades happening in the background and whilst I do try and share a little bit about it on my newsletter on my podcast and occasionally on Instagram I wanted to take some time today to dive a little bit more into The wrap up of 2022 from my end in the spiritual corner of my world. And of course, it all blends and flows together, but I really feel that this might help so many of you to maybe get clear about what's actually been happening for you or feel okay about how much is going on for you when it comes to the energetic and spiritual upgrades that I know that you're experiencing. There's been a lot. So, we're going to go through everything from my 40th birthday to covid to some of the work and offerings i've put out into the year and what they've done and activated for me to mentoring to kundalini activation immersions and processes to my own kundalini awakenings to plant medicine journeys and microdosing mushrooms to kirtan and chanting and singing and soul song sound activations to ongoing healing physically and emotionally that I'm going through with my children and myself and to some really big wild work that I've not really spoken about before that's been happening in the background. So let's get to it. <sighs> let's begin at my 40th birthday and I'm going to try and not make this too much of a mammoth podcast episode i like to keep things short and sweet on here but it's really really quite intense to go through a whole year and share the spiritual stuff that's been going on for me in the background so bear with me as i move through this and i will definitely be keeping a lot of this top, top line and occasionally diving deeper into certain areas but beginning at my 40th birthday it happens at the beginning of the year 27th of january so feel free to shout out and send some love when we get to that but being very new on the Central Coast at that time, we'd only been there a little bit over a year and half of that was spent in lockdown. I only had a small group of friends to call together from my 40th and some of us were still in lockdown around the country so I couldn't invite other people. But it was a beautiful gathering at La Tierra Curavita up here on the Central Coast and we had the beautiful Mel from Inner Alchemy Hypnotherapy guide us through a sound bowl and sound healing journey before we all shared a beautiful, beautiful lunch together. It was incredible. And it really set the tone for the rest of the year. Connection, soul sisters, circle, community, and healing, but in particular, sound. And I'm going to share more about the sound as a common thread as we go along and help you understand a little bit about what has been a key activation for myself this year and also definitely a part of what's been a huge healing journey for myself this year so following my 40th little shindig I took myself off on retreat for two days which just was incredible I just felt so good I felt so good to be alive and to be 40 and to have the capacity and the space to press pause and I remember setting an intention at that retreat that I was going to be really committed to creating a lot of space for me to have experiences for myself and with other people that would really nourish myself, my soul, my body, my mind, my heart, all of me. You know, this was my entering my eighth year as a parent and kind of coming out the other side over the last two years, feeling like I was starting to come out the other side, starting to find myself again, starting to have more time and space and capacity and just wanting to really like take hold of that opportunity with both hands and savor it and eat it all up and that really actually summarizes this year there has been a lot of time for me a lot of connection a lot of time in circle both circles that I run and circles that I've attended a lot of connection and a lot of time being in communion with other people of course peppered throughout all of that It's been a lot of deep rest, a lot of quiet time, a lot of solo time, a lot of time with family, of course. I mean, there are 24 hours in every single day, right? So following the retreat, I was literally running I Am The Remedy for the second time, which was a beautiful, beautiful container. This is coming back next year, guys, just to let you know, but it's going to be a 12-week initiation. And it's very much for the self healer it's an elixir it's a journey of accessing the remedy for yourself in a really deep and very multi-layered way so stay tuned for that but after the remedy closed and that was a really interesting journey there was a lot of weird energetic stuff happening during that um, experience and when I say weird energetic stuff I mean um, I felt the presence of something a little bit sinister not in my container but circling around to me during that particular six-week journey Of course, a lot of really beautiful spiritual experiences unfolded inside that container and for the participants of that container, which I'll share more about as we get closer to the remedy. But what I'm talking about here was a really interesting leaky energy. I would test my microphones, as an example, every single week, and then when I would start the class, the microphones would just short out and they wouldn't work. I later discovered that my guides were specifically trying to seal off access into that particular container, into these wisdom teachings, into the mystery of these ancient practices Uh, because uh, my space was being infiltrated by quite negative entities and energies. So I'm going to say here a little side note. I'm going to be talking to a beautiful friend and client, Kate Manley, who you're going to love and adore because we're going to dive into this a little bit more, the darker side of the spiritual world and what's really going on in the background that we need to be mindful of. So I became aware of all of this because straight after the remedy, my family and I went off to the Gold Coast and we had a beautiful time away catching up with friends. But upon returning, we all came back down with COVID and I came down with it worse. I noticed at the airport that my daughter was looking unwell and energetically, I didn't quite realize this, it wasn't a conscious thought, but subconsciously and energetically, I siphoned the virus out of her and placed it within me. And at the same time was, of course, coming down with the virus myself. So I got hit with it twice at once, if that's even possible to describe. I'm sure scientifically it's not, but energetically that's essentially what happened. The next three weeks were wild. Of course, a major initiation, as so many of you know, when it comes to COVID. Um, And it, it was a really powerful process for me because at certain points having COVID, I felt my soul wanting to leave my body, wanting to disassociate and disconnect from this body that essentially was being poisoned by this man-made war of destruction, this program of destruction, I mean to say. A little bit of context here to explain why this is such a big deal for me. I have spent the last five to six years in particular working on embodiment and calling my soul back into my body having realised not too long ago that I wasn't a fully embodied human. My soul was not fully in my body. I wasn't fully opened to receiving my soul in my body. And I was very focused at that time on leaving my body. How could I disconnect spiritually? So to have an experience where a virus is in your system, wanting to disconnect you once again and wanting your soul to leave your body once again, I wasn't having a bar of it. So it was a huge process for me to energetically remain embodied and connected to essentially fight this virus physically but also emotionally, mentally and spiritually and to hold steady in faith and trust to dig deep into that part of me to trust that I would come out the other side of this. In truth COVID has remained a part of my experience to some degree as it has for all of us this year. In some way shape or form it's been present in our lives whether it's you know, the children constantly cycling through viruses this year and bringing them all home, other people we know having it or being very aware of its presence still in my body in some way. So the COVID initiation is actually what showed me what was happening in my space with this infiltration of quite dark energy. So the process began of getting really refined with sealing and boundarying my energy and my spaces, and the spaces I hold, and the spaces I curate, and my family. And this led me to reaching out to a beautiful person, and I won't, I won't name them, someone I work very closely with, who does a lot of very beautiful healings for myself and my children and our home. And it became apparent that my children were little portals and still are for um, entities and energies attaching onto them and of course into our home. So I'm not gonna go too far into that, but the whole year, and it still continues, has been a journey of closing and sealing spaces, clearing and releasing energy, doing so in my children's bodies, getting assistance when required, doing so in my body as well. Can you see, (laughs) we haven't even passed April, it's massive, this year has been massive. So of course, Post-COVID, three weeks out on the dot, I was running the Magdalene Frequency for the first time, which, of course, was wildly beautiful and a huge initiation for myself and for so many that were on that beautiful retreat with me that day. I remember being in that beautiful immersion, that experience, and still experiencing the brain fog that would happen post-COVID. And I remember standing up to guide the girls and the women through this beautiful movement meditation and completely blanking and it was such a powerful moment because I remember just going silent going quiet going inward moving my attention out of my head and into my body and trusting that it would come back and the whole room going quiet with me and holding space and breathing in unison and holding me knowing what was unfolding was a byproduct of this virus and waiting waiting so patiently it felt like forever but actually it was probably a minute and then feeling everything come back online in my system my mind, my body, my heart, everything sinking back up and remembering how to move in this meditation. It was really profound and very powerful. So, of course, the year continues. Uh, I had a beautiful experience in May flying up to the Gold Coast to surprise my beautiful friend Connie for her 40th. And then it kind of gets a little bit wilder from here. There's still a lot of healing that's happening in the background. I am working very closely with one of my mentors on healing a lot of past lives, generational patterns and programs that come down, especially through my father and mother line. And this stuff is happening in the background and it's not small stuff. Every single time I work with my mentor, we end up working with a very wild, intense, powerful, painful past life right back I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands of years, ancient Egypt, Samaria, Mesopotamia, even past lives in different realms and different planets, and right up even to present day. So this healing journey is ongoing, and then I'm receiving a lot of guidance uh, by my team, by my spiritual team, to follow certain pathways, and one of which was the kundalini, uh, kundalini awakening process, I had an experience in January attending a kundalini activation process here on the Central Coast, and I was aligned with a beautiful woman called Maria who runs these immersions where you go for two days and you're fully immersed in this kundalini activation process. Maria is CAP and so much more. So within these kundalini activation processes, not only would I have these activations of my kundalini and awaken this energy, but I would go through powerful healings of energetically clearing more of these past life uh, patterns and stories that were coming up with my personal mentor and also receiving direct guidance and channeled information from guides and spiritual support teams and Metatron and Archangel Gabriel and Raphael and all of these beautiful archangels and light beings, which is just incredible, met by Mary Magdalene and Yeshua so many times in circle and space. Oh my God, it's just so interesting trying to put words to all of this. So I attended the CAP processes a couple of times this year, in June and in August. But in July, in the middle of all of this, I attended my first plant medicine journey with mushrooms. So just before my 40th, I felt a very strong call towards mushrooms. But I knew that having avoided psychedelics my whole life, I did take a lot of drugs when I was younger, but not psychedelics, I was way too controlled and not very surrendered and very freaked out by psychedelics. So to feel the call to work with mushrooms was quite a big deal for me because it made me realise that I had got to a certain point in my embodiment journey and my surrendered journey that I was able to relinquish enough control and to step forward towards this plant medicine. I put the call out to the universe and very, very quickly uh, and in quick succession, I found the shaman and the place that I would be in ceremony. I found the people that would hold us and I found the women that would journey with me. And it all came very, very quickly into alignment, which was a clear sign that this was to be was meant to be. So come July, I experienced my very first plant medicine journey, journeying with mushrooms. This needs to be a whole separate podcast episode. Um, I yeah I'm not even sure I can put into words in a short space of time what unfolded in that journey but suffice to say everything rushed in being a very sensitive person energetically and having worked on so much healing over the last few years energetically my portals my channels were all very open so it was a huge initiation and activation for me I was met with Pleiadian light beings, I was met with shamanic um, energies and entities and animals, I was met with Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, and what mostly happened for me during this journey was a huge activation of sound. Um, I started spontaneously speaking and sounding and breathing in a way that I can't even do right now unless... It happened spontaneously. I started moving my hands in spontaneous light language and praying and performing, I guess, essentially working somatically and energetically with light. And, yeah, it was wild and it was intense and it was beautiful and it was one of the most profound and magical experiences I've had. But also there was a lot of healing there. There was this push and pull for me between a lot of the past life healing that I had been going through coming up very quickly in this journey and realising I had a choice in this moment to joyfully and playfully experience this medicine or also to go into the depths and into the shadow and into this realm of um, pain and suffering that I've experienced in many, many past lives. And as I'm recording this, I know you're probably listening going, "Okay, we want to hear about some of these past lives. I think that's going to have to be another podcast episode as well Because some of them are quite brutal Beautiful and brutal is probably the way to explain it And some of them I'm not quite sure It's fair to even tell the story of them um, Live on a recording Not to me, I'm very open about these things And I'm very happy to share them But um, for other people to hear them They can be quite painful So I'm still going to just sit with whether I, I can share all of that So this journey with mushrooms was a huge activation for me, it felt like an initiation and it felt like I was initiated into the gift of sound, into working with sound and working with light language as sound and breath as sound. Sound and light, they are one in the same, this is the essence of of creation of the universe, we are sound, we are created by sound. So this has been something that had been brewing quietly in the background for me, um, having begun my priestess training a couple of years before that and embarking on journeying with the drum. And then during lockdown, getting my own crystal sound bowls and starting to learn how to play with them and the shruti box and starting to just play with music and sound. So it wasn't a surprise that this happened for me during this during this mushroom journey, this plant medicine journey. And I want to clarify here that I didn't take mushrooms just with a bunch of girlfriends hanging out. We actually did this in sacred ceremony, held by a shaman and a healer. And that was really important for me, and that will be the only way that I ever embark on plant medicines, ever. In a very safe container with people who are very, very skilled and who understand the psychosomatic, psychological component of this, understand the medicine and have a lot of training in holding space in sacred ceremony, but also in um, the psychosomatic component of it all. And I think that's really important to explain here. So, of course, there's been some integration after that, peppered throughout the year following this. I've been attending kirtans and sound healing singing circles that's kind of my summary coming into circle to sing and to use my voice and to receive more activations in that way but what's also happened off the back of that is a lot of dysfunction in my throat I've had repetitive illnesses that have affected my throat from you know a swollen throat that's lasted for two weeks to losing my voice to um being in meditation and feeling intense pain in my throat, which is related to past lives and to things that have happened to my throat, which I won't say out loud right right now, but I'm sure you can guess. Um, So there's been simultaneously this beautiful activation and awakening of sound and singing and wanting to work with my voice and at the same time of having to heal and rest and recuperate and pause and be in a space of softness with my throat and with what's present energetically in my throat that I'm still holding from past lives, but also through my mother line and through my family line in my lineage. So I've had to lean on a lot of healing and a lot of support from emotion code healing to Pleiadian light work healing to regular chiropractic work to nat therapy. All of these things, which my children have also experienced as well at the same time, because as it comes up in me, It would often come up in them, both the physical ailment but also the spiritual ailment, the energetic ailment. They will be receiving, not intentionally, but um, things passed on from my parents through to me, to them. I'm I'm sure you understand the epigenetics and the energetic generational healing that's required when we work on something for ourselves. So I feel really, really blessed that I have had... The, resources, the time, the money, the capacity to reach out to people and get additional support for myself at times where I couldn't do it on my own. And these have been a really important component of our year, for my children especially, the regular chiropractic work, the NAYET therapy, which has really supported my daughter in regulating her nervous system and connecting her body and brain and really supporting my son just to anchor and land in his body and to support them to clear these attachments and entities and blockages that they've experienced. So it has been this spiral, this year of spiraling into activations and huge energetic upgrades and, of course, understanding polarity that comes with deep, deep healing. You cannot ascend without the descent. There cannot be going up and awakening and taking in more light without going inward and downward and clearing the shadow and healing. And all of this has been held in community and connection and beautiful humans who have held me and my family. And I've never felt alone through all of this. It's been really, really beautiful and very special. And of course, remembering my intention from earlier in the year about wanting to place myself as a priority and to have lots of experiences. As you can hear, I've done that from mushroom journeys to cap immersions, to overnight stays away, to kirtan, to attending soul song workshops and a kirtans and placing myself in sound healing immersions and experiences and doing so with friends and connecting with like-minded people. So it's been a really special year. But where I've got to at that point is still really only about um, September October. So uh, there's been a lot of pause and integration in all of that. There's also been the beginning of microdosing mushrooms and starting to experiment with that in a very, 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 very micro way. So uh, I take even less than most people on a microdosing journey just to um, honour my very subtle and sensitive self. But that has been a really beautiful experience just to very quietly witness um, some subtle changes happening in my nervous system and in my thought processes and in my ability to access joy on a daily basis. So, also throughout the year, there's been a really unusual and interesting thing that's happened. And that has been being called by other people, other healers, to step forward and offer my gifts and my skills for healing in a much greater capacity for the collective. So I've been asked by various people to do things that I have no idea how to do, to sit with them and help them to close low-frequency portals in government houses and across public schools around Australia or to um, provide healing for all of the children in Australia and help them access their light bodies or to provide healing to Mother Earth... And every time I've been asked this, I literally say yes because I feel like I have no choice, not as in they're forcing me, as in my higher self is like answering for me, yes, we are doing this. And I sit with them and I say I don't know what to do and they say you will know what to do. And of course, very quickly it begins and it happens very similarly to what unfolded for me in the mushroom journey. Light language will begin, sound will come through Um, I will be sounding, I will be making sound, I will be speaking in language that's not my own. I will be making uh, sound with breath and moving my hands and performing um, almost like spiritual surgery, activating codes, activating sacred geometry. My husband takes the piss out of me all the time (laughs) because it really is quite ridiculous and wild how this has all happened very quickly. I've done this spontaneously in classes that I've run. I've done it spontaneously in client sessions. And it's happening more and more and more. But what has been a huge component of this happening is opening myself up and anchoring more and more into trust, Trust trusting myself, faith in myself, and the most wild form of surrender that I've ever experienced. And this means really having to switch off my head and my ego and to work through all of the stories that come up. Fear of being seen, fear of being persecuted, fear of going crazy, fear of being labeled crazy, fear of being hunted down, fear of being labeled a witch and being hurt, persecuted, abused. You get the idea, right? You can see the thread running through here in terms of the past lives that I've had to work through. And of course, even this life, even this life. So this year has activated me and set me forward in ways that I could never have anticipated, but of course ways that my soul knew, needed, wanted, desired to have activated. And it seems ridiculous that I haven't mentioned this yet, but I must right now. I have been in the arms and the container of my beautiful teacher, Anna Ottero, for the past three years now. This last year has been priestess training. In March we will be ordained as Mary Magdalene priestesses. This has been the grounding, anchored energy throughout this whole journey, and it was all interwoven because throughout this whole priestess training, we work with sound, we work with light frequency, we work with the Hathors, with Isis, with Mary Magdalene and Yeshua, we work with the Pleiadian light beings, we work with the archangels. This whole journey in this mystery school has been the most important Activation and awakening and initiation of my life and it is deeply and profoundly affecting and infiltrating and integrating into my life, my world, my work and that journey is not over for me yet and I'm mindful to only share what is fully integrated but there is so much that has unfolded in this priestess training some, some of the stuff just blows my mind what we are working on I've become a womb healing practitioner through, throughout this. I've become a certified womb yoga practitioner. I will come away with priestess training and more, there's more to come. I'm going to enter the second spiral where we will journey into deeper into the Essene trainings and healings. I am a deeply changed person this year, this year alone, let alone the last five years where so much of this particular journey began, and of course the last eight years when motherhood began. I am not the same human, (laughs) not the same spiritual being, and yet I am still me, yet I am still this everyday normal human mother-wife traversing everyday challenges and everyday triggers and facing off with my own inner child and my own inner wounds every single day. This is a skim line, top line version of, I'm laughing at myself, I feel a little bit delirious after sharing all of that. I'm laughing at myself because this has been a huge year and telling it all in the space of not even 35 minutes, 33 as I look at the clock. It's just crazy to try and recap all of this in such a short space of time. And I hope that you followed this, because as you can hear, it's a spiral, and as you can hear, it's not finished. Even just this week, I had an experience um, supporting a friend finishing her training in a component of hypnotherapy called Lives Between Lives, and I had an experience in that journey accessing another past life that I had never even known about that once again related to my throat and a huge very painful experience but a very beautiful experience uh, where I got to pass on a key code to my mother after passing away and activating something within the ley lines of her body and my body and connected to ancient Egypt oh my god this actually sounds ridiculous what I'm saying to you right now it sounds like I'm in this gibberish bubble (laughs) I hope you're following me it's all just it it is as nuts as it sounds it is as nuts as it sounds truly but I'm so intrigued to see what 2023 brings 2023 is the year of the seven energy and this is Mary Magdalene this is the priestess this is Venus this is Hathor and Isis this is ancient Egypt this is the Venusian energy this is Prayer and mysticism and activation. And I feel that there is some harvesting for me to do off the back of last year and to really reap the integration and the benefits. But I also feel that there is more awakening and more blooming to come and i feel that that is happening for many of us and i feel that many of you listening are going to understand that there is a quicker and faster ascension and activation that's happening so please heed my guidance here when i tell you remember as we ascend we must descend at the same time there must be a equal and even awakening and healing a grounding as we move upward so Go slow, be gentle, care for yourself, rest, restore, listen to your body, ascend and go inward. Be curious as to what's there for you healing within the shadows as you access more and more light. Because in summary, this year has felt like a blast and an infusion repetitively of more and more light. But what light does when it moves through our system, our energy bodies our physical container it forces the shadows to come forward and up it forces them to be returned to wholeness so as we ascend as we receive more upgrades spiritually just know that there is so much work that has to happen at the same time don't be afraid of that keep maintaining your spiritual practice and your light practice pray meditate move breathe breathe Attend the Magdalene Frequency with me on January 7th and 8th. I assure you that will be a hugely important part of your process if you're heeding this call. And go gentle. Go gentle. One step at a time. There is no rush. If there's anything that I've learned from this year is timelines are disintegrating fast and there is no rush. There is no deadline to reach. There is no... um, There is no goalpost. It's happening simultaneously all at once. So just one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. And my guides send me messages continuously, and they, they say over and over, keep going. You're doing it. You're doing a beautiful job. There's nothing else for you to know or understand right now. Just keep going. And don't forget to rest. And we've got you, and we're holding you, and we love you. And keep going. And you've got this. And don't forget to rest. So that is my 2020 wrap up 2020 oh my god my 2022 wrap up but actually <laughs> it actually does summarize 2020 to 2022 it summarizes the last two years I've given you a short sharp burst of what has happened this year but a lot of this hat stuff has actually happened more spaced out but over the last two to three years as well from kundalini activations to creating beautiful offerings like the magdalene frequency and attunement and the temple space, from receiving mentoring and offering mentoring, from mushroom journeys and ceremonies and kirtan and singing and diving into containers to specifically learn how to sing and activate my voice, to healing and emotion code healing and chiropractic and therapy and Pleiadian light work and priestess training. Oh, my gosh. I applaud you and celebrate you for listening to all of that and taking in all of that. I, yeah. (laughs) Here's to more of the wilderness that we are entering, more of the light that we are embodying, more of the activations that we are receiving, more of the grounding and the connecting to Mother Earth that we are doing, more of the healing and the returning to wholeness that we are experiencing together. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being with me on this podcast and journeying with me on Woman Awake. It means so much to me. What would be so special is to hear from you, send me a message, connect with me, email me, and of course to share this podcast, subscribe, and head on over and give me a big like and some love and some stars on iTunes. This is it for the year. I will be back in January, early January. I'm going to be bringing you a lot more uh, interviews and podcast episodes. I'm going to be kicking off with a powerful episode from Kate Manley talking all things energy and healing and connecting with land and home and healing our homes and protecting our energy and, of course, some of the more darker stuff that we just need to get a little bit more real about. So thank you for listening and tuning in. If you've not yet joined any of my containers, please stay tuned. The Magdalene Frequency in January, as you know, and, of course, the temple space, and it's returning, and it's going to be better and more accessible and more cost-accessible more cost and in collaboration with a beautiful human, but I'm not going to say much more just yet. So I'll leave you there. I wish you the most beautiful Christmas, celebrating however it is that you celebrate, taking time to rest, and honouring the new year, and of course honouring yourself and the year that you've experienced. Please take time to do that. Sending you so much love, and be well. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.